Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of Malachim Bet, the second book of Kings. We are in chapter 24, <coughs> we, um, that is Parak Chaf Dalid. We are up to Pasuk Aleph, that is verse 8. In the last podcast, we read of the terrible careers of Yeho Ahaz, who was the king who took over after the death of Yoshiahu. Um, and then we read of the, uh, and he was um, eventually taken down, uh, arrested by the Egyptian authorities for rebelling against Egypt. And Yehoiakim was then placed in his stead. Um, both of them had led the people away from the reforms that Yosh, their, their father Yoshiahu had tried to um, establish uh, and, and tried to bring the people back to God, but both of them brought the people straight back to idol worship, corruption, oppression, and the spilling of innocent blood, which as we remember from the book of Isaiah usually is a reference to a corruption of the courts where the innocent are led to suffer and eventually often leading to their death. This um, and also the deaths of the uh, human sacrifice, as as awful as it sounds and as difficult as it is to say, these are the things that were happening. <coughs> so Yehoiakim uh, was had now uh, passed on, and um, and now Yehoiachin, his son, is taking over. So now we are up to Yoshiahu's grandson, Yehoiachin, because Yehoiachaz and Yehoiakim were brothers. Yehoiachin is now the son of Yehoiakim. Ben Shmona Esrei Shana Yehoiachin b'Malcho. Yehoiachin was 18 years old when he became king. Ushlo Shachadashim Malach b'Yerushalayim, and he ruled in Jerusalem for three months. B'Shem Imo, his mother's name was Nechushta Bat El Natan b'Yerushalayim. His mother was from Jerusalem. That was her name. And he did evil in the eyes of God, just as his father Yehoiakim had done. And at this time, um, Nebuchadnezzar, who is now the king of Babel, the king of Babylon, is pissed off which, with what is going on in Judah, this constant rebellion. So he comes to put down the rebellion. But Esahi in this time, Olu Avde Nebuchadnezzar Melech Yerushalayim. The servants of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, which is now the dominant force, after they had um, subdued Assyria, then they had subdued Egypt. Babylon is now the reigning empire. They send messengers to Jerusalem, Vatovoho Irba Matsar, and eventually. They besieged the city of Jerusalem. Now the king himself of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, comes to the city of Jerusalem. While his servants, while his armies, had laid siege to the city. Yehoiachin, the king of Yehuda, went out to greet the king, having heard that the king was there. Um, knowing that um, that he was that the city was doomed, um, and and so he went out just really to beg for mercy, to hope whatever the king would want from him. This is how most of the commentaries understand this. 
um, and um, he went, he and his mother, Va'avadov, as we can see from all of the uh, mentions of the kings throughout the book of Malachim, the king's mother was a, an important figure in the government. Uh, that's why she's named almost every time the king's mother's name is mentioned. Va'avadov and his servants, Visarov, and his uh, um, officers, sorry, so and his, um, sorry, sub could sometimes mean his eunuchs or his, his high-level assistants. Vayikach oso melech And in the eighth year of his reign, he took him, um, uh, he took him as prisoner. Vayotzei misham et kol otros beis Adonai. And Nebuchadnezzar, in other words, he, he came out to see what Nebuchadnezzar's demands were. So demand A was taking the king himself hostage. He also took out from there all of the treasure houses of the temple of God, the Otros Beis and all of the treasures in the palace of the king. And he cut down and, and, and cut into pieces all of the vessels that were built out of gold that were made out of gold that were in the temple. He took them all down and um, uh, and 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 peeled the gold off the vessels that were that were you know some of them were wooden and covered in gold. He took them all. And he exiled all of the uh, people of Jerusalem, and all of the the uh, officers. Our princes, viet kol gibore achayel, and all of the leaders of the military, aseret alafim gole, he exiled ten thousand of them, v'chol hecharosh v'hamasker, and in addition, all of the artisans and craftsmen, harosh and masker are those that masker metal workers and harosh is carpenters, so that they couldn't rebuild. Lo nishar zulat dalat amaretz. The only thing he left there was only the poorest people of the land, just the peasants. Just the beggars, that's all he left in the land. And he exiled Yehoyachin the king to Babylon. And the mother of the king, and the wives of the king, and his assistants. All of these strong people, all of these strong leaders of the land, he exiled them from Jerusalem to Babylon. The eight call on Shehachayel and all of the soldiers, right? Shivat Alafim, which made up a number of seven thousand. The Acharosh v'Hamasker Elaf and the skilled carpenters and smiths were a thousand people. Hakol Giborim Oseimulchama, and anyone who was strong and able to fight in war, Vayiveim Melach Bavel Gola Bavela, and the king of Babylon took them into exile to Babylon. Vayamlech Melach Bavel at Matanya Dodo Tachtov. And um, he, in, in, in his place, he took Matanya, who was his uncle, the king's uncle, so another brother of Yehoiakim and Yehoiachin, he took in his place, Vayasev et Shemo And he changed his name to Tzidkiyahu. We saw this before, <coughs> that when the conquering king, the the higher king 
puts in a vassal king, he often changes his name just to assert and show that this person is a vassal of his to the extent that he will even name him. Ben Esrim va'achas shanot Tzidkiyohu b'mochol. Tzidkiyohu was 21 years old when he became king over a destitute kingdom, over a kingdom where the temple had been stripped of its treasures, the palace had been stripped of its treasures, but more importantly, all of the leadership had been exiled. Now, if you remember, we saw a similar pattern when the ten tribes were exiled. And we care, when we carefully analyzed the text over there, it seems evident and, and that it was only the, the elite that was exiled in order to subdue the people so that the people could not rise up um, and will have no one to lead them. But he did leave one king there. And he ruled He was the king in Jerusalem for 11 years. And his mother's name was Chamutal, the daughter of Yirmia from the place of Livna. This was the same mother who was the mother of Yehoahaz, the first son of Yoshiahu to take over the kingdom. So he was a full brother of of Yehoahaz, Yehoyakim. He did evil in the eyes of God, just like Yehoyakim, <coughs> the one who preceded him, who was his nephew. <coughs> because it was because of the anger of God against Jerusalem and Yehuda, until it was uh, the wrath had built up until he was ready to throw them away from his face, meaning get rid of them, exile them from Jerusalem. And Tzidkiyahu then rebelled against the king of Babylon. It, it, it gives the sense that, that because some people ask the question here, many, most commentaries understand this to mean, that because God was angry, that's why Tzidkiyahu rebelled, which sounds like God made Tzidkiyahu rebel, which brings up the question which we find in other places, especially with Pharaoh in Egypt, uh, back in the book of Exodus. Um, how could God, it seems like God is pushing him to make a decision in a certain way, taking away his free will, so to speak. I, I'm thinking that that's not really what it means to say here, but it means to say it was because of the anger that God had against Jerusalem and Judah, therefore Tzidkiyahu uh, um, rebelled against Babylon. And what does that mean? Well, if you remember, if we go back to the days of Yoshiahu, right? Yoshiahu was faithful to God. He did everything right. At least that's what it seemed like. He destroyed all the idols. He rededicated everything to God. And what happened? He ended up getting killed in battle. Well, you can imagine how his his descendants, his son, his sons, and Tidkio being one of his sons, would look and say, "What was the point? If God is angry, why should I be good? Why should I listen to God? Why should I act in the right way?" He didn't stop to think. Well, maybe it's because Yoshio only started the process. Yoshio, it went to his head. He thought, you know, okay, now I was faithful to God. Now he's going to help me. It doesn't work that way. You have to change the people. You have to bring the people to the proper behavior. You have to, it takes a lot to bring the people back to God. A lot more than just, of course, it's a start to get rid of the idols and to bring people to the temple and, and to teach them about, <coughs> about 
the one and only God and, and what he wants and what the laws are that he wants you to follow and how he wants you to live and so on. But it's not enough to gain God's favor just to do that. You have to actually bring the people back. But Tzidkiyo didn't see it that way. All he saw was that, well, Yoshiyahu did everything right and God killed him anyway. So, you know, he had no reason to be faithful to God, at least in his mind, the way he saw things. So he was evil, so he was bad. And then when it came time to, and then, you know, to, um, uh, you know, in his decision-making process, a person like that could make a foolish decision, could make a foolish decision like this and rebel against Babylon. Probably had in mind, as we see from um, the book of Jeremiah, that, you know, the, 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 maybe Egypt will come help him out, you know, maybe... Um, you know, or maybe he thought that his magic with, if God doesn't help, maybe his, all of his idols will help him. Whatever his reasoning was, Tzidkiyahu went on the wrong path and decided to rebel against the king of Babylon. This concludes chapter 24. And unfortunately, we now know what the next inevitable happening is going to be. The king of Babylon is not going to take well for the, the, this vassal Tzidkiyahu. He put on the throne, <coughs> rebelling again. The next step is going to be a major disaster, which we are going to read about together in the next podcast. Thank you so much for studying chapter 24 with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 25 and the rest of this book of Kings together. Have a wonderful day.